This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, big win for Ted Cruz last night. See, that's how you start a show, right there. Not right. Wait, hold on. uh, We must get assaulted (laughs) in Cleveland all together. Maybe get stabbed. Maybe get shot. Maybe have our face beat in with a shovel. People were. That's the way we have to do it. Really? Yeah, they were fired up that we did not. First of all, they wanted the song, which you did eventually provide. Eventually. Uh, secondarily, they wanted a little bit of happiness and about the results yeah, before before we got punched in the face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, look, we're all gonna, we, we all wanted to see Jeffy get punched in the face during the show, right? right. We all we want that, <laughs> uh, but we didn't need to leave with it. No, no. Uh, Ted Cruz, big win last night. I mean, I said twelve to fifteen points. He won by thirteen. Somebody was right. Uh, oh yeah, right. Me. I remember this. Uh, on some previous predictions. Uh, seems like it seems like you hi- are able to highlight huh? certain days. You remember no, to highlight I, your prediction I, on other I days. I messed up. I said the last two weeks have been bad, and the Pat poll has been retired. <laughs> That's right. You retired. The I entire retired poll. the Pat poll, and then you brought but it back. But this was just a prediction last night. It wasn't a poll I took. Okay. It was just simply my prediction it was just that he a prediction went by from 12, the polling site. Twelve to fifteen. Yes, and he did. And he did. He did well. Again, yeah, once he, again, he kicked uh, his a larger ass. margin. Let's face it. Yeah, a larger margin than uh, than, than even the poll said. The poll said, which has been, you know, uh, somewhat of a trend. I mean, it, it overall, has. you've seen um, Trump do the opposite. Trump is usually yeah. underperforms what his polls say. There might have been a state or two where that was not the case, but it's true, there's been a couple, but very few. I mean, very few. Michigan it's usually was Cruz a good state for him. that does it well. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, like Utah, he won by a lot more. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Wyoming, he won by a lot more. Cruz has been doing that throughout. I'm saying yeah. Trump. There, there's been very few states where Trump has done better than people expected him to. Do. Yeah, um, uh, especially with the margin of other, through other candidates, and, and and you know, there's a couple. There were a couple of them in there. Kentucky was one of them. Uh, Michigan was one of them. Uh, not Louisiana. There was another southern state. Alabama, I think, maybe was one of them. Uh, Massachusetts, he did pretty well. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's just been his best state so far. And that's Mass- an interesting thing to consider for a second, mm-hmm. that the best state for Donald Trump in this election, this hardcore right-wing Tea Party nut job, uh, 49% in Massachusetts, still has not cracked 50 in any state. The only time he cracked 50 was in... Uh, your favorite, your favorite islands. The, oh, the Northern Marianas. Northern Mariana Islands. Yeah, jeez. It's the only Which time. nobody's ever heard of. Nobody knows where it is. Nobody cares. Again, Nobody that was knew another, that was a territory. It was one of those situations where, again, you said it was one of the most important elections of our time, <laughs> and then afterwards said it didn't matter at all, and we should basically blow it up. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, you remember the Bikini Island thing they did? Yeah. We should do that in the Northern Marianas. <laughs> just test nuclear yeah. weapons? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> just test an NH bomb there and see if we can blow up the entire landmass. Well, Even like, north I mean, north and south? Yeah, you give, people, you give people a chance to leave the island first, and then you blow it up. Well, then they're going to go vote somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, not here, though. Okay. Not in America. Right. You make them go to Japan or something. Yeah, but, the uh, final total uh, was actually, yeah, this is a little bit. I don't it's 48-35, right? Uh, Essentially, 48-35. 48-35, yeah. Um, uh, so that's a big win for Cruz. That's huge. In a, in a state like Wisconsin, that's really good. He expanded uh, into demographics he doesn't normally win. And again, this is one of the first tests of the campaign in its current state, which is three candidates. Right. There was only... Two other states uh, earlier, which was um, uh, Arizona and uh, Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Utah, Cruz completely dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona was the opposite. I mean, Trump did great mm-hmm. in Arizona and won the state fairly easily. Uh, this, is a, you know, this is kind of the first one. Those two were kind of, I don't want to say predetermined before the election started, but everyone knew what was going to happen in those two states. I, mm-hmm. I think people were surprised by the... Giant uh, victory margin in Utah. I mean, yeah, maybe the sheer win. enormity yeah, of it was, was, that was amazing. Big, but you know, again, it was, you know, and then he, and Cruz has won other delegate battles, but not actual votes since then. So you have a, this is a big one. I mean, yeah, the fact is. that he's getting 48 percent, forty nine percent in that state is a big deal. He won with non evangelical voters. He won with voters that made up their mind in the last month. He won across the spectrum with uh, economic uh, background. He was, won across the spectrum in educational background. I mean, he basically won everything uh, that you're, you can possibly win, and now uh, he has uh, risen to over 500 delegates. The totals here, here, uh, 517 for Cruz, Trump at 743. Now we put Kasich here, and this is actually the AP's uh, results, um, but they put Kasich third at 143. Marco Rubio is not. He has 171. Yeah. So actually, Rubio is ahead of Kasich still. Kasich got zero. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Zero. In the poll I saw on uh, solid conservatives, Cruz won 63 to 29 over Trump. Kasich had 5% of conservatives. The guy just needs to go Get out. home. Go home. Get out. But uh, Donald Trump and his teeny tiny little hands last night were massive losers. He was a loser. He lost. He's a loser. Again, here, here's, here's he the lost, ideology. He's a loser. He is. Here's the ideology. When you lose, what does that make you? It makes you a loser. It makes you He's a loser. He's a loser. Uh, he, he and his tiny hands. Oh, my gosh. Both, all three of them, loser. Here is the uh, exit poll results uh, under very conservative. It's conservative. possible. That's why he was underperforming, because of the tiny hands. Good point. Good point. You, you cleared the spittle. Now you're ready to yeah, let me possible. talk. Yeah, possible. Mm-hmm. Among very I mean, conservative voters. That was the voters. one that was brought up the underperforming stuff. Among very conservative voters. No, this time? Okay. Uh, 65 to 28 was uh, what you were talking about, Pat. Uh, mm-hmm. 65 to 28, Cruz beat Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kasich, five. Mm-hmm. Among somewhat conservative voters, which is the majority, okay. uh, the plurality of the actual vote total, mm-hmm. uh, 47% for Cruz, 36% for Trump, 15 for Kasich. Now the only place that Trump actually wins wow. is among moderate voters, and this is this is we've been <clears> saying this since he started running. The guy's not a conservative; he doesn't appeal to conservatives. Mm-hmm. He appeals to moderates, and moderates. Uh, it was uh, Trump winning that forty percent at forty percent, and then Cruz and Kasich at twenty nine and twenty eight, basically tied. Uh, so I mean, it's an interesting uh, breakdown and a huge win for Ted Cruz. It is, and it it also it also shows what happens when talk radio unites. 
Uh, and it they does, did it? in it Wisconsin. It does, doesn't it? That's interesting. Still a powerful force, boy. And the conservative talk show hosts up in Wisconsin helped drive this home, I think. Mm -hmm. I, they educated the people of Wisconsin about who the real conservative is in this race, and people responded, and he won big. He won big. It, it would be nice if some of the other national hosts would also, you know, I, I do think uh, that if they reach do, that conclusion, they all get to make up their own minds of what right? they're going to do. Yeah, they do. Um, absolutely. Yeah, they do. And they should, you know, they, sh they you should not be influenced. Like, if, for example, if we liked, uh, you know, John Kasich, and everyone was like, you got to get on board with Ted mm -hmm. Cruz. What would we do? We would still talk about John Kasich because we think he was the best guy. Yeah. If we if we believe that, we would do it. If if Cruz was in third or fourth place, we wouldn't abandon him because we, you know, we we would still go on and, and, and make the case that the best guy for the job is the best guy for the job. Mm -hmm. Other can obviously a lot of other hosts have said, you know what, we're going to stay out of this. I'm all I'm not saying that they have to endorse a candidate. I, you know, I just wish that they would tell the truth. They would treat Donald Trump the same way they treated a guy who's any guy, yep. de Democrat or Republican, who said uh, uh, Bush lied and people died. Uh, this, anyone who supported uh, single-payer health care, how would they treat that? How would they treat it if Lindsey Graham came out and did it? Yeah. How would they treat it? They, I mean, they all have nicknames. They've got, they call them Gramnesty. They all came out, and, and, and they all criticized the policies. You don't have to sit here and berate the guy, but he should be highly critical about the policies. And there's been a lot of, like, well, look, he's making some noise. And that's the, you know, the breadth of the analysis. Again, these guys can do whatever they want. These, uh, and it's not all guys by, by any means. It's, it's the whole spectrum. I mean, really, the majority of talk show hosts are not doing what we're doing. And Mark Levin is, is doing it now uh, as well. Yeah. I mean, specifically, yeah. those two national hosts, uh, Glenn and, and, Mark and Mark, have been very outspoken, mm -hmm. uh, generally in support of conservative principles overall, but mainly Ted Cruz, especially as the field has, has gotten smaller. I just wish that you, you don't have to come out and endorse a candidate. I, don't, I mean, I haven't endorsed a candidate. I have voted for Ted Cruz. I think Ted Cruz is the best, but I haven't been campaigning for the guy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, that's a, to me, that's a situation that most hosts don't do. Most people don't go out and endorse actual candidates. When you believe in a candidate uh, strong enough, Stu, you need to endorse them. I mean, that's what I did, and, and the candidate is still collecting votes uh, in the... In the primaries around you, the country. You, you endorsed Jim Gilmore, Jim. And he's still, uh, people are still voting for him, Stu. 242 people statewide. Numbers are not important. People are still voting for him, still, <laughs> let me, let me people give are you still the, believing in Gilmentum. Maybe you didn't see and, the results. Uh, uh, it was Ted Cruz, 531,129 votes. Donald Trump, 386,290 votes. John Kasich, 155,200. Then, of course, Marco Rubio, 10,569. Ben that, Carson, 5, 000, I'm not done, 5,608. Uh, Jeb Bush, 3,156. Rand Paul, 2,491. should not even be on the... Uninstructed... <laughs> that guy. 2,288. Mike Huckabee, 1,428. Chris Christie, 1,310. Carly Fiorina, 825. Rick Santorum, 510. Jim mm -hmm. Gilmore in dead last place, 242. I, look, look, is it a little bit of an uphill climb? Yes. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Is it a little a bit of an uphill climb? A little bit climb? of an yes. uphill climb is a good That's way to put it. That's how you're going to classify this? A but little bit still, of a... the, the chances are still there, Stu. Cleveland, here we come. <laughs>
Can you, wouldn't it would be great if, like, Gilmore... So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> what if Gilmore... I'm just throwing this out there, Jeffrey. I mean, you know this campaign. You're involved in the campaign. You're tightly involved oh, with Jim oh, Gilmore's campaign. Oh, So, like, let's just say, you go right to the campaign. Everyone's like, you know what? It's going to be the first couple of ballots. It's going to be between Trump and, uh, and Cruz. Who knows what's going to happen in the convention? Go into the convention. And, like, 30 seconds before the deadline, Jim Gilmore reopens his campaign and then is the only available option outside of Trump or Cruz because Kasich, let's say, drops out. I don't want to say this has been discussed, but just let me say, Stu, you are not far off the map. But you don't want to say it's been discussed because it hasn't been discussed. I don't want to say this has been discussed. Now, of course, Ted, uh, the one thing I do like about Donald <laughs> Trump, and we've been critical of him, one thing I do like about him is he is a gracious loser. When he does come in second place, He's going to step up and he's going to go to the podium and he's going to give a nice message of congratulations. And he's going to say, look, I, I was not able to win this particular race, but I mean, congratulations to Senator Cruz. He had a great statement about this, said, you know what, the, the people have spoken and they didn't choose me this time. But right, let's, I, I see that. let's see that right now. Yeah, here it is. <clears throat> Wait, Donald J. Trump withstood the onslaught of the establish, establishment yes, yet again. Lion Ted Cruz had the governor of Wisconsin, many conservative talk radio hosts. This and doesn't sound like what you were talking about. No, well, wait he, gets, a he gets to it. He gets well, oh, okay. did we lose right. the did we lose the video of him when he came uh, out uh, in he Wisconsin? Didn't come out. He hid like a little like a dog, like a dog, Jeffy, like a dog. <laughs> he barked all night too, like a dog. Like a dog. He was barking like uh, a dog. The entire party apparatus was behind Cruz. Uh, not only was he propelled by the anti-Trump super PAC spending countless millions of dollars on false You can't even count them. That's how many Trump. millions. Uh, they're actually not countless, and they're not false. Um, but he was coordinating with his own super PAC, which is illegal, who totally control him, which is like something, I think, it, it feels like a lyric from like a Kelly Clarkson song. Uh, or, or Moon Unit Zappa. There you go. Ted Cruz is worse than a puppet. He's mm -hmm. a Trojan horse being used by the party bosses mm -hmm. attempting to steal the nomination from Mr. Trump. If there was ever a party apparatus guy, it's Ted Cruz. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The Republican Party loves him. Now, they you knew they were going to use him like that. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. That's He's what like you do, this though. with Reince Priebus. Oh, gosh. He's like this with the McCain's Mitch and McConnell. the Grams and Mitch McConnell. They love him. Oh, they love they him. Lo when you called him love a liar, him. that was all a, loved it. a big thing. By the he way, uh, it. just just a quick recollection that uh, Donald Trump spent a few weeks saying Ted Cruz should not get the nomination because he calls other people liars. Now let's mm -hmm. go back to the statement about lying Ted Cruz. Uh, Ted Cruz is worse than a puppet. He's a Trojan horse being used by the party bosses, attempting to steal the nomination for Mr. Trump. We have total confidence that Mr. Trump will go on to win in New York, where he holds a substantial lead in all the polls and beyond. Mr. Trump is the only candidate who can secure the delegates needed to win the Republican nomination and ultimately defend, uh, defeat Hillary Clinton or whomever the Democratic nominee is in order to make America agree again in all capital letters. I will say the only true part of the entire statement is he is... The, the only one who really likely has a chance to get the votes before the convention, to get to the delegates. I mean, it would be almost impossible for Ted Cruz to do that. Pretty dang tough for Trump as but well. But very difficult. It's very difficult for very Trump. Very difficult. Uh, now, I, I don't was, think either one of them can do it, can well, do it right I, now. Did I actually get to this part on the... I don't think I did this part on it's the It's likely neither one will happen, especially if Cruz wins California. And he might. He um, might. Let's hope he does. This is... Uh, man, where did... This is... Let's see if I can find this real quick. Mm -hmm. I was fascinated by uh, this border state thing. I can't remember exactly. It was uh, Ted, or uh, it was the, the states that border um, uh, Wisconsin. 
And they're going through the votes of that. And it's interesting because Donald Trump got, I think, 38% in one state, 39% in another, and then he got 34 in Wisconsin. So the states that border this, he actually did better earlier when there were more candidates in. A bunch of candidates drop out. He's actually gone down. Uh, John Kasich, same thing. Mm-hmm. The, the two border states, he actually did better there than he did in Wisconsin, even after other candidates dropped out. The only one who's gone up is Ted Cruz. I mean, Cruz has got the momentum right now, but he's got a, he is going to run into a, a difficult wall, which is which is pointed out in the stupid statement there from uh, from Trump. New York um, coming up, uh, York Maryland, very difficult. The, the, the schedule uh, is mm. Pat New York mm-hmm. uh, on April nineteenth. Then a week later, you've got Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island. That's a bad lineup. Bad he lineup. maybe win in in Pennsylvania. We think he's got a chance for Pennsylvania, but. The rest of those, probably not. Yeah, Pennsylvania no. will probably do okay. I think he might do okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maryland. Now, the way Delaware is winner take all. You could think Trump's probably going to win there. Um, uh, Connecticut, you think he's going to win there, probably, although that's a proportional state. Uh, so you can get some delegates. All you got to do is win some delegates. Mm-hmm. You don't have to win all these. Mm-hmm. Uh, winner take most in Maryland, winner take most in Pennsylvania. However, Pennsylvania is a weird one. Um, and, I, and I think Sean Trendy talked about this at the end of the radio show. It's mostly sort of unbound. 54 delegates are unbound. They can kind of do what they want, though many of them will do what their district wants. Uh, and then the other 17 are based on the vote. So there is something to pick up there. And then Rhode Island is proportional, so it won't be that big of a deal. It's only 19 delegates. But still, if you can, knock, if you can, if you can just chip away, all you have to do is chip away. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, you know, it feels good right now after a big win in Wisconsin. You have Trump doing well. Let's say he wins New York by 20 points and leads the polls in these states, which you would assume he will. It's not going to feel like that. The momentum argument is going to be completely switched around in just a couple of weeks. Prepare yourself for it because it's probably going to be a big win for Trump over the next couple of weeks. It's just a matter of keeping him below that delegate number. Yeah. That's what we have to do uh, at this point. Be awesome. Because after if, that is Indiana, by the way, which is a crew, uh, should be a good cruise state, and it's winner take most there. And that's uh, 57, I think. 57 delegates. Correct. Which is a uh, good number. Um, 71 in Pennsylvania, 57 in, in Indiana. He's got a few where he could do really well and pick up a, quite a few delegates. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. Triple eight seven two seven back. More Pat and Stu coming up. You know, you hear us talk about fake stuff on, on uh, the show a lot. Um, we've talked about fake vodka and fake universities. <laughs> Who could we be speaking of there? I, I don't know. I don't know. Unreal poll numbers and even fake state companies. It's hard to tell what's real. Well, anymore. when you're talking about fake, I know who you're talking about. Lion Ted Cruz. That's no, what he's talking about. that's not who I'm that's talking about. That's who he's about. talking about. It isn't. Uh, no. But uh, we will tell you about uh, my Patriot Supply. Uh, you got to be prepared for mm-hmm. emergencies when it comes to food. For I mean, these guys know how to prepare, and they yep. can get you hooked up easily. Start a turnkey with a, a great way to start. Two-week emergency food supply for only 50 bucks. So the best part is you're getting food made from the highest quality ingredients. It tastes really good, and they really spend a lot of time making sure this stuff is good because they take a lot of pride in what they do, and they want you to enjoy it, and they want you to be a return yeah, customer. Come on, Pat. If you're in an emergency, you'll eat uh, cockroaches. You'll eat, uh, you'll eat snakes. You might, uh, but you don't have to. You'll and eat. that's the beauty of this. You oh. eat pastas, Wait, so you... soups, chocolate pudding, that kind of thing. I like Which would you rather? Would you rather in an emergency eat a cockroach or a beetle? Well, or never having you... eating a beetle, I don't know. I yeah. can't actually answer it. But I would prefer, I think, without the knowledge, I would prefer some chocolate pudding. Yes. Limited uh, to two per caller. Uh, it's going to last 25 years without spoiling. While okay. supplies last, the number to call is 888-893-9140. 888 
888-888-9140 or order online at preparewiththeblaze.com. That's preparewiththeblaze.com. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. By the way, uh, Ted Cruz has jumped 20 points in the national poll, too. This poll that he's usually way down in, Reuters poll. Uh, I think this is different than the online one that you hate so much. But there's a Reuters Reuters Ipsos. Ipsos. Yeah, Yeah, Reuters Ipsos. He's up to, Cruz has gone up to 35%. He's right, he's within the margin of error now on that poll. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's one that has been very favorable for uh, Trump. Yeah, huge. So, I mean, look, this is happening. It's been huge. This is actually happening. It would be happening even more if mm-hmm. John Kasich were out of the race. Yes. But, I mean, it is definitely happening where Cruz is seen as the guy. He's yeah. the alternative. He's the guy who actually has a chance of doing this. And he's going to get, I mean, you know, eight, 900, maybe 1,000 delegates. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be right there, I mean, with Trump within a couple. I mean, he's, with, he's within 230 now, something like that. Is it 200? Yeah, about 230. 230. 234, somewhere in there. Pretty um, good. Uh, you, well, know, you know, look... The, we, we talked about this earlier. When Donald Trump had about, he had about 30% of the national vote. Um, and, and he, Cruz was at, I think, like 15 at that point when there was 16 candidates in the race. This is before, we're talking before Iowa, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Cruz was well back. Uh, and so was Kasich. He had basically nothing in the national polls. Um, since then, 14, or th- yeah, 14 candidates have dropped out. Of the race, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know whether to include Gilmore or not. I know he got 242 votes in, in, in Wisconsin. You're uh, questioning whether to include him. Well, I'm just saying he said he suspended his campaign, <laughs> so I wasn't sure. I'll, we'll, we'll leave that for another day. All right. But since then, Trump has gone from 30 percent to 35 percent in national polls. So he's, he's increased five percent, but 14 candidates dropped out of the race. Mm-hmm. Cruz has gone from almost nothing to second place in the 30s. And Kasich has gone from really nothing, I mean, like 1% or 2%, all the way up to 15 just you know, to 18%. All of the votes, essentially, from all of these other candidates have all gone to other people. Yeah. It really is Trump versus the world. And, uh, you know, right now it seems like Trump is really starting to slip here. His candidates, I mean, the backroom stuff we've been talking about is disastrous for him. The results last night, at least he still got 35% of the vote or 34% of the vote, whichever it was. Uh, but when you're talking about uh, he can't get any delegates in these states where the, they're unassigned, he's firing people in every state. There's a, there was a post by a reporter today, went to the Tampa Trump office. Now, remember, Tampa was one of his best, Florida was one of his best states. Tampa, very important area for Donald Trump in that election. Um, people were fighting their butts off to try to get Donald Trump elected. What did he do? Fired everybody and closed the office. Wow. So you go up to that thing now, there's a sign on the door that says, we, this is not Trump's office anymore. We, no one inside knows anything about Trump's campaign. Please don't ask. Because there's someone else trying to do business there now. 
That wow. makes me want to go in and ask. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I mean, they're just pissed That's off. You. Like, all right, stop. <laughs> you know, that is totally Jeffy. Hi, that is, uh, that is Jeffy. How much does everything sure. cost here at this dollar store? That's you. Mm-hmm. That's the Jeffy thing. Oh, yeah. So, uh, wait, what's how much is this one? What about this one? <laughs> all right, sir, get out. Yeah, they get pissed. <laughs> so, what was the breaking news you had? Oh, uh, breaking news. Uh, we do have the vote total for Jim Gilmore in in Milwaukee. Uh, eighteen, and it got eighteen votes. In, yeah, but, uh, but in Wisconsin's you, largest city, he, he garnered 18. Eight, nice. Eight. Yeah, but, I mean, th- you know, you nice. say that like a, you make it sound bad, but the total is what counts. The statewide total, which yeah. you, you're saying. It was 242 in dead last place. All right, place. it certainly wasn't 18. So don't but no, you're right. It, okay. <laughs> For it was first more of all, than 18. You do like the number 18. We know that. <laughs> uh, we know that. But second of all, he didn't even come, he didn't get half the votes of Rick Santorum, who finished in but second look, to last. I, look. Yes, I don't want to speak for Jim Gilmore's campaign. Well, okay. you do, but <laughs> you're the most visible those people part should of not Gilmore's have campaign. been. Those people should not have been on the ballot. <laughs> the other candidates that got should votes not have been on the ballot. <laughs> like why? Because they just shouldn't have been there. Okay. Would you say that I, honestly? <laughs> the most successful surrogate of the Gilmore, Gilmore campaign is Jeff. Gilmore. I mean, really, no one else has ever. <laughs> said no, yeah, about no, him. I've never seen a surrogate for for Jim Gilmore <laughs> other than Jeffy. So yeah, he's he's the biggest one. Um, meanwhile, Honeymade, what are they doing? This is like a breakfast cereal, Honeymade, mm-hmm. or is it a graham cracker? I thought they were graham, graham crackers, crackers yeah. or something. I thought so too. Uh, anyway, they've launched a new ad campaign, apparently urging Americans to be more accepting of one another. Here's a peek at that. This is going to be good. Yo no sabía que tu pareja iba a ser hombre. Wait, I don't Fue understand un choque. It was a shock. Pensé que había perdido a mi I hijo. I lost my son. Pero ahora me doy cuenta que tengo dos. But now I realize I have dos. two. What do you mean? What happened? I think maybe they're married? What did you say? Creo que todos los niños quisieran tener padres como son ustedes. Ah, yeah, okay. So two men. Esto es lo bueno. So I think what happened there is the dad was angry that his son was gay. He thought he lost his son. Now he realizes he has two sons, <laughs> both the gay, the gay uh, uh, parents of the, his grandson. Tell you something. That's heartwarming. I don't know what it has to do with graham crackers, Pat. That's, that's what pisses me graham off. Graham crackers yeah. means love. Whether it's heartwarming or not, whether it's fine or not, it's got no place in a stinking graham cracker commercial. <laughs> Don't jam that stuff down my throat either way, on either side, in a graham cracker commercial! When you say don't graham jam that stuff down your throat, you mean the graham crackers? Or yes, you mean, okay. any of it. Okay. Uh, any of it. Do you mean the action? I always say, though, uh, oh my gosh, where is the graham crackers agonizing. topped with peanut butter with a strawberry on top? Thank you. Uh, what, I'm sorry, what, what's the constitution of this program? Do we get a, a graham cracker with peanut butter on top and a strawberry? That's yes, the answer is yes. So we'll bring it. You know, all I've got is a strawberry over here. I don't have the peanut butter or the honey graham cracker butt. Because I mean, you actually, because we actually got, Jeffy's just got bowls of fruit over there. Yeah. Is it from the Harvest Right guys? Yeah. I mean, it looks really good. Yeah, the freeze dried stuff. It's, it's horrible. You guys shouldn't have any. It's not a paid commercial, but it is really good. <laughs> uh, all right. I what guess there's another, there's, an, there's another is one there too. Any products. Yeah, any products. No, I don't want, I don't want it on any product. I don't want any of that. I don't want it. Well, I mean, because that's not, it's I don't not need even, that. it's one thing even, you know, like, because I guess if you're, if, let's say, uh, you know, you're gay and you're looking at this, you're saying, well, they show families together all the time. Why can't they show mm-hmm. my kind of family together all the time? I, let's take that for a second. That is different than what they did here. 
Yeah. Which is to say, hey, there's a lot of people who hate gay people. Oh, hope they've learned their lesson. Right? It's, like, it's like a story of, like, hey, graham crackers mm-hmm. are, are secondary to the fact that, hey, this hate monger has changed his mind. Yeah. Now, look, I, I, you know, they can do whatever they want. They're a private company. It's, just a, it's a strange message to be paired with graham crackers. Yeah, if you want to just, if, like, there have been a lot of ads that we've seen, and we've, uh, you know, in, in media where it's just, you know, you'll see. They don't explain it. They don't say anything about it. It's just a couple of guys, and you kind of left your mind, oh, they must be a gay couple and it's like well you know that's different than this this is a straight out like hey you should change your mind on this issue ad it's an advocacy ad and they certainly have the right to do that but i don't know why that is why would you do it why would you do it and and apparently there's another one on neighbors uh here it is the first time you go out of your house you're worried is anybody staring at you is anybody looking looking i didn't know anything about her culture Mm. only what i saw in the news I was kind of scared of how she's gonna accept me, but then our girls brought us together. But then you had a honey made cracker. What we share is the thing that matters most. And that is Honey Made. This is wholesome. Graham crackers, that's what it is. The thing that matters most is graham crackers. First of all, the advertising is working on me in that I want the graham cracker with the peanut butter and the strawberry. Like, I want that now. But I will, I will look for any brand uh, other than Honey Made now. <laughs> any this, brand other than Honey By Made. the way, if you only knew what you knew, uh, what you found out, of, uh, you only knew about Islam, what you found out in the news, you'd think it's the greatest thing in the world. Yes, right? you would. Like, uh, why, would you, why, would that, why would you be nervous, uh, be scared of someone because of that? What you heard in the news, it's just so constant praise. So sick of this crap. I, just don't, I, I don't understand Such why it's paired. I guess they're just trying <sighs> to have, like, oh, we are... It's like, you know, the people, like a lot of the companies that do the green messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Garnier Fructis, the, uh, the hair, what is it, hair stuff or whatever, Fructis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we did this on The Wonderful World of Stew a while ago, and that like, they're like, we, we're green. Look at all the green things we're doing. It's like the most environmentally friendly way to make Garnier Fructis is to not make Garnier Fructis. It's not an essential <laughs> element of society. <laughs> You're, you just don't make it at all, and the earth will be much better off. Right, but instead they're like, "Well, look at our packaging of our bottles." Like, you don't need to make the bottles if you mm-hmm. care about the earth. Don't make the product at all, right? And it's like, I think mm-hmm. that's kind of what we have here. Like a lot of these campaigns, these pro, you know products, they don't give a crap about the environment or gay marriage or uh, Arab or Muslim American, you know, relations. That what they care about is seeming nice. And giving you some sort of association with something that you like, which obviously half the country, at least, uh, mm-hmm. likes these things. So they're trying to make an association ad, I guess. But it's just a weird place for that message. It's like, do I really need to pick you? I swear, you can like Muslims eat our graham crackers. It's just a weird comment. It's also insulting to our intelligence. Yeah. It's insulting. Yes, it is. 888-727-BECK. More patents too coming up. Where's the graham crackers?
727 Packers, Pat and Stu. Uh, we were just having another discussion on when you can actually talk about a show that has been on, in some cases, in 2010. And Stu thinks because it's on Netflix, you shouldn't be able to talk about it still. Because I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there's a, there obviously is at some level a, a line. I understand that. Um, you know, I think y- y- you have to watch something eventually. I mean, first mm-hmm. of all, when you're around people who are currently watching it, ideally, you're not necessarily blurting out details. <clears throat> or right. at least giving the, again, I think, I think the line is usually you need to give that some sort of alert. But let's, um, let's consider well, like uh, you know. a Star Wars mm-hmm. that's been out right. for this 20 good, weeks now. A movie, I think, is a better option. I, to me, I feel like, and it just, it's just coming out on video. It just came out, I think, this past week. It's weekend. on demand and stuff. I think it yeah. just came yeah. out, right? Uh-huh. Um, and I think, like, once you have that for a few weeks, I think it's probably, you're getting to that Wait, point. a few weeks after it comes out on demand? Yeah. Because, I mean, not everyone sees it in the theater, right? I mean, so, like, if you're going to go see it and you're excited to see it on DVD, why, why would you ruin it a week before that? You know, there's a lot of people who are going to see it on DVD for the first time. Not everyone's as Bummer. wealthy as Jeffy and going to go to the Bummer. theater for everything. Bummer. Yeah, I mean, the reason why Jeffy's in this position is because Jeffy watches every <laughs> show. Yes. So no, there's never a spoiler for Jeffy because the first day something no, comes out, he watches if, it. Even if there was a spoiler, I don't care. Well, then why? why I'm you, all right. It doesn't matter. I, You're still going to watch it. If I want to watch oh, something, no. I'm going to watch it. I mean, there's, there, there's, uh, if you know the outcome or what's going to happen. I will say that I You heard... don't get the effect of it. I mean, I, sure there's a do. moment in, in House of Cards, which happens in season two. Which is a very surprising moment. Tremendous. Moment. It's a surprising moment. It's like sh- shocks you. Holy crap! I can't believe that just happened. Now, I as as a person watching that, um, I what went, is it? Went through the experience. What is it? I'll happened, tell you what it is. Hold on. What is it? Go ahead, Stu. When it happened, it was like jarring, and I felt it the way the people who designed the show wanted right. me to feel it. And if I knew it was coming, it would have been completely different. I would have been like, oh wait, here it comes. Oh, oh, oh there it is. Uh-huh. And that's, there's nothing to that. There's no, you don't get the full effect of the way the show's supposed to feel. Correct. And you probably, it was even better when season two first came out. But now we're talking about season four. Right. But again, it didn't get ruined for me because Jeffy, in all of his attempts, didn't blow that, in, that moment in particular. That's a good part, though. I wanted you to experience that. Exactly. And it's like, well, you know, that is really how it is. I know how it kind of that is the way a show, you know, like the, the, you know, a moment that we were talking about in Star Wars, which started this a, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> that moment, if you know it's coming, has far less effect. And, and the, you know, why would you ruin it for people who want to see it and experience it the real way? I don't understand it. And I think now it's different than. Um, Back in the day, because I remember, I mean, I did radio in, that, in the period as well. Like when we would do that, we would be on the air the next day talking about, about the, the developments of the show last night. Mm-hmm. That would be a, a very typical radio. Even though you may time. have recorded it. Right. A lot of yeah, people, we, this we is really. Still talk about it. So Pre-DVR, really. Yeah. Um, and, and so the DVR thing first started, in, in, you know, ticking away at that because like a lot of people would watch it two days later. More than that, though, the Netflix thing has totally rearranged yeah, that. Yeah, they sure have. I mean, it's it's. Impl- I can't. I don't even want to go on social media. I don't want to talk mm-hmm. about to anyone about anything. I, I get spoilers. I, 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 one happened this morning when I was just on you're just on social media. You're just going through. Someone makes a reference about a show, and it, it references a fact that you don't know yet. And it's like, damn! Like now I know that's coming, and now it's going. It's not. I'm not going to get that effect. It's. You just want to go into a freaking isolation booth, watch the series, then come out and talk to people about it. But it's really hard. Yeah, you know? especially with Glenn around, because he talks about House of Cards like it's a life lesson. 
Yeah. He he talks about it like it, it is a real deal that's already happened, and and it's yes. we're just experiencing it in real time. And honestly, and so, he might be right on this. He uh, might be uh, with yeah, Trump. On running, that, he, he might, might be. be right. Yeah. So, but I re I remember hearing a lot of stuff about uh, Lost. You know that oh they die at the end they go to church they're dead the whole time so I I had it with I watched the whole series anyway with that in mind did huh. not did so not you did watch the whole series I did watch the whole and series you knew a lot of the outcome. I saw huh. I saw the ending I realized how wrong and stupid people were by saying that they were dead the whole the right we were dead the whole time what are you talking about. Nothing could be further from the truth. So you so, had your very own experience. So I had with my own program. experience anyway, because everybody was so ridiculous about that. They didn't understand the ending apparently, and it was it was well, one of the greatest not, endings of all time. Not every series has a an ending that that's true. You have to I, interpret. Right. I mean, that that was one of the things that people liked about Lost was it was really more about like the interpretation of the events rather than yeah. mean, like House of Cards doesn't have interpretation like that. The, the thing happens, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, uh, there's no nuance it's not, it's there. Not, yeah, it's it's not a. It doesn't have sci-fi elements. No, if to you it. let yourself go and get into the episodes, then you're fine. You can enjoy the episodes as they're supposed to be enjoyed, and you can enjoy them less. Is what you can do. You can enjoy them less when things are coming, and you don't, and you know they're coming. Then you enjoy them less. I disagree. I, I can tell you. Well, I can't. But I, there was one particular thing in, in House of Cards that I did know was coming, and so the whole time I was like, I guess this is coming. Is it going to happen this episode or next episode? I wonder how it's going to happen. Well, was it the why speech? would? The well, speech, the speech is we a good played. example. We played yeah. a speech on the air, uh -huh. and he gave that speech, and I was, I think, and you two, hadn't seen it yet. I was two episodes behind where he get, now, two episodes behind, and so he plays the speech, and and so we're coming up to this big speech, and I know the speech because I already heard the yeah, speech, but, and yeah, it ruined the, the moment. It yeah. really did. I was like, oh, here it comes. Uh, and well, this let is me a good ruin speech. season four for you, I Stu. Know, I know. Look, I get it, <laughs> and, and I will say that part of the enjoyment of watching television is that discussion with other people it sure about it and right. enjoying it and and, and mm -hmm. that's with stuff like netflix is gone because even if you're jeffy and you freaking start watching that thing on day one someone else might have watched the whole thing in one day Already. and you might be only four episodes in and you can't talk to that person you can well, only you talk to someone what, in the exact what, freaking what, episode you're on right yeah. what happens is is that uh the conversations that i have here uh with people who are watching the same series whatever the particular series it is since i've watched Many different series. Um, Do you? As we ask, you, you, know, mean you all, find out. You mean all different where, series? You watch all series. What episode are them. you on? So you can talk up to that episode if that person but, has passed that episode. Again, though, the, even that is impossible. What episode are you on? I'm on episode eight. Okay. Uh, so what happened in episode eight? Um, well, Bill went to the store. Oh, did you get to the part where Bill killed that person in the hallway? <laughs> no, I didn't, but thank you. I mean, that happens all the time, and it happens with time. Jeffy. It's all really bad, because Jeffy's just a dope, and he just says things. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, you're on episode four? Oh, did you get to the part where they nuked the White House? Oh, no, that was episode 14. Sorry. Oh. That's Jeffy. I, I don't even talk oh. to him about it, because it's like he blows the whole thing every time, and he can't keep track of it. I mean, and two is, you know, defending you a little bit here, you watch so many shows, how could you possibly keep track of where you are in all of them? It's impossible. Yeah, I, mean, I can come pretty close. You have some ability somewhere, apparently. <laughs> and it's, we've never seen it on this program, but apparently. We'll keep looking, though. We, we will. We, I'd rather not look. All right. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents, too, coming up in a minute. Or, yeah. Did we, like that last commercial break, did we actually air a promo that said you were a show?
Yeah, coming back. It's still didn't get canceled yet. Let me tell you the entire season and all the spoilers in it real quick, Jeffy. <laughs> Keith Malinak has joined us uh, here, one of our producers on the program. Hi, Keith. Uh, hey. And as usual, he's dressed I mean, up for work. Hey. Um, he's talking into Jeffy's chest because he doesn't have a mic on. Um, yes. Now, you've uh, dressed up for work, first of all. The, uh, apparently, uh, now you have a second job as a beer delivery guy. I don't understand something. this. Everyone is commenting on this. <laughs> the jingling shirt. I love that, the That's jingling. not what this is about. That's not what this is about. <laughs> I love um, the jingling. It's jingling, though. One of the uh, Pennsylvania beer, by the way. Um, we also have a brewery in Tampa, Florida. But who's sorry? Who's coming? Go ahead. Wait, you're saying it's not a Pennsylvania beer? Yeah, I believe that it is. But it is they Pottsville, have a Pennsylvania. In, uh, yes. In Tampa as well. Okay. So my question for you, Keith, and I want to put you on a very important task. Uh, normally, we would have a meeting about an important task coming in the future, but uh, that's we don't have time for that. Mm. The, the, uh, currently in this building, okay. pizza is being delivered. Okay. This pizza. Uh, is being delivered because I guess somebody's here that were that, that just got guy. hired or something. Yes. I don't even know. Yes, I didn't. There's... I don't. I saw the word pizza and I stopped reading. The point is, yeah. they, the, the pizza is being delivered during the patents to show. Right. So that we are inside here doing a show right. while the pizza is out there doing what pizza does, mm -hmm. being delicious. Being delicious. Hang on a second. So I don't know which mm. one of your minions you need to get in in uh, in line yeah, on this. I, I, every time I you walk I, somewhere, you have two or three minions behind you. So. Right. I don't have minions. Okay, so oh. get Those some minions fans. and bring us pizza. It's and, out there right now. And it's now. your top priority. I don't care if we screen it. any phone calls. Sure. Mm. I don't care if anything gets done today. We need pizza from out there yeah. in, in here. here. I, I can absolutely make that happen. Please do then. Go. But but check this out. The email said it's going to arrive at 12.15. It's already here. Go get it. But you can hold smell on. it. I, I can smell it in the building. Here. Or is that you? I look at... It's me. It's always me. Jeffy's computer says it's 12.53. Yeah, so this is Eastern time. I don't understand... Well, it also be on Eastern time. It also says hotgirls.net, yeah, but I don't think that's an important thing to point out. <laughs> what? Did you have to pay for this right here? I don't want people to know what exactly right, right time back. zone I'm in. Pay for All right, it. He hurry up. Triple eight seven two seven back. These kinds of stories drive me out of my mind, uh, but there's another one. A message reading, all lives matter. Part of a flyer that was taped to the door of a faculty member. Known for, quote, doing important work on issues of racial justice in the criminal justice system. Uh, the staff was appalled at finding this flyer an act of intolerance and decided to inform students what happened while they were away on spring break. When students returned, they received letters informing them of this very disturbing incident. Uh, one was from uh, law dean Claudio Grossman, who wrote, Although the phrase all lives matter may sound benign, <laughs> well... It sometimes has been uh, used as a rallying cry by some groups who oppose Black Lives Matter movement and seek to silence it. Other faculty joined in the letter writing, repeating so, much of the same and emphasizing mm. the overt racism, the ideas of white supremacy in trying to intimidate and impose an opposing point of view. I, this is the most maddening nonsense I think we've ever encountered. 
that all lives don't matter, only black lives do, and if you say anything different, you're a racist. Strange. It's a strange world, isn't it? uh, Two members of the United uh, States Commission on Civil Rights, one attorney and the other a law professor, wrote to the dean saying, what's wrong with your faculty and staff members? Because they were opposed to the all lives matter Mm. thing, I guess. Well, Gap Kids is dealing with this as well. Uh, They've apologized for perceived racial inequality in an ad. And I'm sure it's going to be probably KKK, probably the people in it. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Here's the KKK. Um, Wait. Racial inequality? Hmm. There's two white kids, maybe three, and a black person. The the only dancer of color featured Uh was acting as an armrest for a white girl. Oh my God! Is that what it says? I love that. I, we actually both all looked at that and had no idea what the racial inequality was. That is unbelievable. I thought it was that the white girls outnumbered her, but no, she's acting as a okay. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Sure. sure. Uh, on tw- That's embarrassing. Their mother. Uh, so two of the girls that posed and launched the discussion were adopted sisters. Their mother, Brooke Smith, explained them like this on Twitter. Girl with arm resting on her soldiers or shoulders or sister. She didn't talk in the video because she was too shy. Everyone needs to calm down. <laughs> so there was no racial prejudice at all. By the way, Sarah Palin had actually a serious issue uh, happen yesterday. Really? Uh, I, I mean, it was pretty horrible. Um, Sarah Palin turned to Facebook Tuesday afternoon to respond to a female rapper who said this week that the former oh, Alaska yeah, governor so. needed to be gang raped by Jeez. a group of black men. Stop it. Good Which gosh. is just awful. Um, Mm. Uh, she says she needs to... I'm going to try to do the best I can with this. Uh, the tweets are have been deleted by the rapper, but she said that um, Palin needs to uh, please uh, black men. Let me and, read No. And let the biggest, burliest, blackest uh, people uh, run a train on her before she can start Ooh. talking S about black people willingly accepting slavery. Um, Palin hit back with a strongly worded response. Hey, female rapper, listen up, little darling. No one has any idea what you're wigging out about these bizarre, violent rants against me, but you obviously are not exercising enough intelligence to acknowledge you've been sucked into believing some fake interview in which I supposedly offered comments representing the antithesis of my truth. Um, Now I'll go through my daughter's playlist to make sure there hasn't been any inadvertent addition to any anti-woman pro-rape garbage that you seem to endorse. There you go. So Banks, um, Banks later published a response to Palin's letter writing, I actually really like you. So maybe she thought he, she would enjoy the attention from uh, the, the men in, in the train. Did she like her now because of the response? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah she, maybe. She, she fought back. Wow. Whew, what a weird, 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 weird world. Yeah, a well, weird world that, that has pizza in it. Where's the pizza? Where, where is the pizza? Jeffy, did you get any pizza? Triple eight, seven, two, seven, back. More patents, too. There's no I pizza back here. I see a box over there. Nope. Oh, oh my gosh, look, somebody left some trash here. I just mm. I'll just
Hey, welcome, Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven back. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, welcome back. You uh, you didn't quite make it, did you, Stu? No, I was close. I was close. We're trying to jam that pizza in our faces as fast as we could, mm -hmm. but uh, well, I should probably just grab that fourth piece. <clears throat> fourth? I mean, uh, second piece. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. You were saying? I was saying that according to Reuters, uh, Mississippi's Governor Phil Bryant yesterday signed a far-reaching law allowing people with religious objections to deny wedding services to same-sex couples and protecting other actions considered discriminatory by gay rights activists. And here's the headline, though. Okay, so when I read the headline, I'm like, what? Mississippi enacts law that allows denying services to gays. No, not really. No, they didn't. What they did say was that if you have a religious objection, like the, you know, the Oregon bake, bakers, you don't have to participate in a gay wedding if you have a religious objection to it. Is that wrong? Uh, no, not if you believe in the U.S. Constitution. The measure also clears the way for employees or employers to cite religion in determining workplace policies on dress code, Grooming, bathroom, and locker access, drawing criticism from civil rights leaders. Because you're not supposed to deny access to bathrooms to anybody, right? That's a new thing now. Correct. And this is the latest in a long line of, of changes in our society. And that's that you can't expect men to have to go to a men's bathroom. They can now go to a women's bathroom if they feel so inclined. No, only transgendered. Not just, not... Right. Not entirely Not true. molesters, not stalkers, mm -hmm. none of that. Mm -hmm. Only transgender. None of those people would use an excuse of saying they're Correct. transgender to they, do something. Nobody ever talks about that. Nobody. I know. It's so it's agonizing. Especially when you're in this, like, uh, culture where everything is assault. Everything is rape. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, I mean, like, yes. how many times have we seen this at colleges where, uh, you know, um, you know, there's, uh, this person is in my personal space. I need a safe space I need a safe space, and every man can use a woman's bathroom if they say they identify a certain way on a day. Those two things don't make any sense together. No. If I want to, um, and I don't, go on a camp out, uh, no. you know, with the, but I don't. <laughs> but if I'm going to go, you know, and my, my boys are now beyond that age. My, my oh, youngest, darn. My youngest boy is 18. Darn the lot. I mean, you can still go, Pat. Yeah, we could, but uh, he doesn't want to, and neither do I. So, anyway, if, if it's a Boy Scout activity and you want to go and stay overnight with them and, you know, be with your son and do all that, you have to take, like, a nine-week course now. And you have to, not actually nine weeks, but you have it's to a, go it's through a, this. It's a long course. Yeah, it's a long course, and it's extensive, and they make sure, and then, then there's a background check, and there's right. all that stuff. On the other hand, I can just burst into a bathroom and say I feel like a woman, a woman that day. Are, are you kidding yep. me? That's a weird... Are you kidding those, me? How are those two things happening at the same time? I don't know. And the great example know. of the Blue Jays with the dress. They're all wound up about the dress. Oh, my gosh. We don't have to get into the whole well, I gotta hit story. It quick. But. It's, it's a quick one. But, I mean, basically there's a new rule that says you can't slide uh, in a certain way in baseball because someone got they hurt got last year. got called for it. Right? Somebody got so, hurt really bad last yes, year. Yes, it was, and it was a really bad one. And it was, it was, a, bad, mm -hmm. it was a bad issue. So they came up with this new rule that you can't you can't really like slide out of the direct line of of where you're trying to slide to because that's always been something that's happened. In baseball. It's to take out the second baseman the so second they baseman. can't turn a double play. Right. So last night, Toronto Blue Jays trailing three to two, bases loaded, one out. 
They, uh, the Edwin Encarnacion hits a ground ball to third base. They try to turn a double play. Um, Jose Bautista, who was on first, slides into second. And as he's sliding into second, he kind of like he puts his arm down and then brings it back up and sort of grabs his, the guy's foot. It looks like he grabs his foot or at least brushes his foot. Yeah. Um, uh, he, uh, the guy, this, the guy throws it away. So Encarnacion is safe at first, although he would have been safe anyway. Um, and two runs scored. Blue Jays take the lead four to three. They review it. They say he shouldn't have made contact with the with the guy throwing the ball. They're both out. Uh, and so they're both out. Game over. Afterwards, uh, John Gibbons, who's the manager of the Blue Jays, uh, is asked about it. He's all pissed off. He's like, I mean, he barely even touched him. What the heck? Maybe tomorrow we should come out and dresses and play. Right. Fine. Right. It's a funny throwaway He's line. He's mad. Throwaway line. He's pissed off. Major League yeah. Baseball is probably going to find him for it I, anyway. I bet you anything they will. The, the, the Controversy all over the world today. But he used dresses. That's sexism. Oh, all, every shut freaking, up. I follow all these Blue Jays oh, accounts on. because, I, you know, I'm a come fan. On. And it's just like, uh, oh, I just can't deal with the, uh, well, it's sexism in baseball. Let's have a nine-week discussion about sexism in baseball. A guy said they have dresses. I'm sorry. First of all, aren't we in a culture where we're not supposed to yes. assume a person wearing a dress is a female? Yeah. That's that's, that's wrong to that do. Should be You're being the sexist. And we're in the same culture that says if you are wearing a dress, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. And secondly, even girls don't wear dresses when they play baseball. Right. So what's the issue? Right. Shut up. It's just silly. And it's like, how Come can on. I get myself? Self-offended today. So ridiculous. How can I accomplish it? It's this unending goal we all have to be all pissed off about everything. Yep. And I was talking about this on uh, uh, off the air uh, in uh, in the radio room today. There's a radio station that I listen to sometimes um, for because I, they have good show prep. Like they go through. It's like a, it's just headlines. It's like a headline news. It's kind of like headline news <laughs> on TV, but it's, it's a radio station. Um, in, in New York, there's a station called WCBS 880, which is like news headlines all the time. There's another station that I listen to on Sirius that kind of does the same thing. And they have a digital update that they run through all the time. And every single one of them, it's just like kind of like digital update. Uh, hey, what's, it's basically what's going on online. Like what's the, what's the, what's the hot video or what, what's the, you know. What's trending. What's trending. It's kind of that type of thing that you've heard a million times on stations. But it's, I'm always fascinated by the way they talk about it, it's like, uh, well, um, you know, hey, uh, what's trending? Uh, Justin Bieber made an appearance, and uh, he uh, he he gave a he shook the hand of a female fan, and uh, and everyone freaked out because they thought she, he should have hugged the fan, and then they'll go, a lot of people. It's always like a lot of people went online to say, <laughs> wow, I don't know about that one. Uh, a lot of, and then uh, others went online to uh, to express their displeasure, while others uh, supported Justin Bieber. Well, well, yeah, that's what happens with everything. <laughs> Everyone goes online to express their displeasure. There's literally nothing else that happens. They go online and they all get pissed off, and then some of so then people defend. They all get in fights, and then it ends. That's what happens every time with every interaction online, all the time. Boy, I really like that product. I'm really happy with it. Why it sucks for me? Yeah. It's it's unbelievable, <laughs> and it's like, I, why is that a segment? First of all, like I, I always get my my you know it's like the the words uh, someone tweeted should never be in a news story. Someone tweeted like mm. ev people tweet every combination of letters. There's no someone tweeted everything. The fact that someone who is not notable tweeted something that's not notable is not notable. <laughs> but they were really upset because it was trending. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, God. And they expressed their displeasure. Uh, let me express my displeasure further on this particular story because so Mississippi enacts this law to protect religious freedom with business people. It's so bad now in our society that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo responded to the Mississippi law by banning all non-essential state travel to Mississippi. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, there's. Are there, you kidding me? We're getting close to uh, just, uh, just saying that. Uh, if you live in a state, you can't go to the other state. We Whatever are. state you live in, you can't go to another yeah, state. Yeah, we are. His uh, statement so was, we will continue to reject the politics of division and exclusion. Well, except for the politics of dividing and excluding religious people. <laughs> we won't reject, we'll embrace that. This Mississippi law is a sad, hateful injustice. Oh, my gosh. Said. And the same thing happened with PayPal, mm. apparently, in mm. uh, North Carolina, because they have male-female restrooms there, I guess. What? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, PayPal has decided that uh, North Carolina is wrong to restrict its citizens from using the bathroom of the opposite sex and has canceled it exp his expansion uh, plans Good. to bring millions of dollars and hundreds of jobs to the state. If I'm a governor, though, I'm just like, screw you guys. I don't care. Do right. Me too. what you want me too. to do. Yeah. Bye. Go. They're going to have you. It has nothing to do with even liking the law or not liking it. It just has to do with like if you're trying. You're trying to like. Isn't it a horrific uh, injustice to the people who voted for you to say, oh well, a company is telling me that they don't. They're going to. They're not going to bring uh, money to my state. Hmm. Oh well, I better change my principle. Like that is, you're letting your voters down. But you do all that. these companies have learned from what happened in Georgia. Georgia the and before Georgia that, uh, state governor Mozilla. Yeah, uh, same thing. You know, but he got a little pressure and he caved, caved immediately and didn't sign this Mississippi like bill. I don't even think the, the no. Georgia bill went nearly as far the as Georgia this Mississippi. Bill was, I mean, look, I, I applaud the people in Georgia for uh, going through and trying to say, hey, pastors should not have to do things in their own churches that they mm. don't want to. Um, I applaud that. Although, but I mean, it's a minimal effort. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, it was a lot of effort, but a minimal hurdle to clear. It was a very basic religious freedom law, which was uh, not nearly as expensive as almost every other state. And, and you know, how many states have the RFRA, Jeffy? You know. I like just asking Jeffy questions on the spot that I know he doesn't know the answer to. But, I mean, it's like 30-some-odd states, isn't it? I mean, let me, let me see. Jeffy, 32. 32. Jeffy says 32. Right. 32. Survey sure. said? Uh, looking now, RFRA map. Let's see. Here we go. Time gave us one in 2015, so this would not include Mississippi. Uh, and I don't know what the... Uh, it's loading now. Okay, here we go. Uh, all right. Uh, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty. Uh, then you've got twenty... You're at about twenty-six. No, that's not right. And then, yes, 26 of them uh, look like they've passed or are pending. Then you'd add Mississippi to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I say Mississippi had one since 2014, so this is a little bit of an addition to their RFRA. And then there have been six states uh, where it has failed. And, man, are you not going to uh, be able to name them. Uh, Give me the six states where the RFRA has failed. That's where I got failed. the 32 from. There's 32 states that actually tried to do it. And, and, I mean... 33 now with Mississippi. but uh, No, it's actually 32, including Mississippi. Oh, then I'm right there, 30, 32. That's great. Yeah. That's it. You actually nailed it. You had a way to justify your way there. Okay, so 26 got it. Uh, six have failed at it. 
Give me this. Give me. Give me some examples of states that would fail at a religious freedom. Uh, well, uh, now you're act. leading me to believe. Right. It's going to be something. It's going to be Utah. Utah is one of them. Texas. Utah rejected the RFRA. Uh, give me. Here they are. Utah, S- uh, South Dakota. I got to hear. I got to talk to somebody about why. What, Montana. What wow. Colorado, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Wow. What the heck? Here, what, to, let's see if I can. I can get the South. details on uh, the Utah one. What is that? I mean, sometimes what happens is, uh, is they um, they attempt to um, go too far. Yeah, right. Um, like so, like sure. you know, this happened in Arizona with, when the gay marriage statutes were all passing. Arizona attempted to get a gay marriage statute that prohibited gay marriage and civil unions, and people were like, "Well, I don't mm-hmm. really want to stop civil unions. I mean, I don't want to." constitutionally prohibit them. Mm-hmm. So that failed. They did it again with just gay marriage in the past in Arizona. While you're um, looking at that, but my, uh, my comment from Mr. Shulman, uh, head of PayPal. Yes. Uh, the new law perpetuates discrimination and it violates the values and principles that are at the core <clears throat> of PayPal's mission and culture. So you're telling really? me that men going to the bathroom in the woman's uh, uh, bathroom, that is a core principle for PayPal is that men and women should be able to exchange bathrooms. That's a core PayPal. I will never use PayPal. Ever again. Ever. That's pretty agonizing. Ever again. That is agonizing. That is agonizing. Um, Let's see. This is, uh, here it is. Uh, Honeymaid and PayPal. Write, write those down. You're going to have no companies left. No companies. <laughs> You're going to be the end of like, Jeez, I only have man. cracked weed in my basement. Um, and we can't leave Texas. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost getting to be okay with me. I'm trying to find it. They have a, I'm reading the bill here, but it's you know, typical well, why don't nonsensical we, uh, speak. Why don't we check in with a word from our sponsor, and then we'll come back and check that out. Uh, Stu, you can let us know. You can look through Ford during the break. We're not going to run that silly we'll go ahead and, Stu Renewed promo. We'll go ahead and pay the bills. You're just, you're, you're just sad that I, the show is actually still on the air. I'm surprised, but not sad. Yeah, we're all surprised. <laughs> I about that. Some people have been dumbfounded. <laughs> Some people... You know, I just—I've been trying to get this, uh, know, this information. We've been looking hard for the. I couldn't even information. The RFRA uh, information from Utah, and it's just like it's convoluted the way mm-hmm. it's written. So I don't really have an answer. We'll Is get it that, really? Uh, it's convoluted. But you oh. did try. Oh my God! I, that was all, that's all we did. We were all on our computers, right? Well, uh, yeah. Trying to that's lock right. Down, I was trying to uh, the information here, and we're unable. <laughs> Why are you showing? Why are you the showing information during the break? Well, that's where we weren't because yeah, we, we were went, over. We went to our research center, and we were looking really hard um, um, for the information. Why you can't you, see the research center there. You can't see the research center. Yeah, that's, center that's the problem here, here. with that. I wasn't on this But that is us during the break not being there because we had adjourned to the research center. Right. Well, I kind of think I just saw one of us walk into the shot there a little bit. But <laughs> thankfully, they did oh, not. Oh, there's uh, some of our research, actually. <laughs> 
<laughs> we might have just eaten pizza Empty the entire pizza break. Empty pizza box. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Jeffy, someone from Utah on the feed. What are they saying? Uh, uh, no, nothing from Utah. Internet's closed down. The internet? Uh, yeah, it's closed down. Oh, man. That's mm. uh, just like in it Egypt. Uh, like <laughs> it Mubarak is. in Egypt. We've closed the internet. Okay. Um, mm. I have an article here uh, that I can read gold. <laughs> that sounds fascinating. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Uh, aren't you glad you're a subscriber? <laughs> aren't you glad? Um, oh, hold on. A Walmart ad popped up. Okay. So uh, here's what it says. This is Saint, uh, Salt Lake Tribune. Balance between religious freedom and gay and transgender rights has dominated the headlines. Lawmakers in Arkansas and Indiana passed bills that some said gave people of mm -hmm. faith license to discriminate. Mm -hmm. The rancorous uproar that followed rallies, criticisms from corporate giants, uh, Apple, Eli Lilly, Walmart, which is interesting because the Walmart ad just popped up, mm. um, along with an avalanche of scoldings from both conservatives and gay activists. I don't remember a lot of conservatives con uh, mm -mm. giving scoldings over the Religious Freedom uh, Acts. Um, left both states be uh, feeling bruised and scrambling to rewrite their legislation. It's a far cry from the scene that played out in Utah last month when lawmakers, a Mor uh, Mormon church authorities, and leaders of gay, lesbian, and bisexual and transgender community were celebrated for passing SB 296, <clears throat> a law which marries non-discrimination protections for the LB LGBT community with safeguards for religious organizations and their affiliates. Simple answer is that Utah did not pass an RFRA. Utah passed a law that protects people That's of right. faith and gay, transgender right. Utahns. The church did a big... Uh, 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 a church what? What oh. was it? No, it was the Utahns thing. Utahns? No, oh, I just don't What's like wrong it. with that? Oh, it just looks stupid. Kind of stupid. Why? Thank you, Thank you, Jeffy. Utahns. Kind of stupid. Texans, Utahns, know, Californians. A, a, yeah, Texans works. <clears throat> Utahns doesn't. You have to add an NS to it. You're just making up a new word. I mean, like, you know. Like, like sandwich, sandwiches. Utahians? What, what do you want? Ut Utah's not a good name to make a duplicate out Utahists? of. Utahists? Utahists is better. I don't think so. Now, I would venture to say that we could go with Utes. Yes! But uh, that would, Utes. Uh, would be an Indian tribe then, and they're not all Native Americans in Utah. So. Uh, in, 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 in what <clears throat> paradigm? In what concept? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You shut down now. Uh, RFRA, of course, short for Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Legislation which is designed to ensure that religious liberty interests are protected. Mm -hmm. A federal RFRA... Uh, is cleared Congress in 1993. So, of course, we all kind of have it. It uh, requires government to accommodate an individual's religious beliefs unless there's a compelling uh, state interest. Right, that was the point in, in mm -hmm. Illinois or Indiana, right? That's where the guy got in such big trouble because he was saying yeah. it's, it's a... We already have it. Anyway. We already have it, yeah, right. anyway. 1997, uh, Supreme Court ruling, the law cannot be applied to states. So in 1999, states began adopting their own RFRA laws, or RIFRA. Uh, to date, 21 states have enacted RIFRAs. As annoying as Utahns, including Indiana and Arkansas. Um, as they have been most used, RFRAs can provide important protections for people of faith. Uh, let's see. Utah has no RFRA law on the books, <coughs> but it might have uh, if state lawmakers had passed HB 322, a proposal uh, f from some representative which sought to grant mm -hmm. wide protections for religious conscience and would have allowed individuals to use religious freedom as a defense in discrimination lawsuits. House, I like how they're just like eliminating your even possibility of trying a defense. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you want to say the defense doesn't work, that's fine. But mm -hmm. someone should be able to try it, right? I, I, there was also something passed a few years ago. I'm trying, oh, First Amendment. 
That's okay. what it was. What was that, like um, 2003, 2004? Yeah, it was a little before that. Oh, wow. Like, um, man, it was written in, uh, was it clear back as far as 1986 I think it was or in, Maybe it was that long ago. Maybe. I thought it was more recent than that. Um, it might have been 82. It has nothing to do with, I will say it has nothing to do with religion. I will say that. Well, <clears throat> except for the very first part fact, of the actually very says, first amendment. This is very specifically, uh, shall make no law. So, right. uh, what that means is, of course, that you Prohibiting can't make the religious religions legal. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird that, that, that an RFRA would be necessary here. The First Amendment is so clear on this that you can't restrict people's religious rights. You can't do it. You, you can't make a law that establishes a state religion, and you can't prohibit the free exercise of somebody's religion. So right. if they believe that participating in a gay marriage violates a religion, so be it. You've got to leave them alone. Well, this is the thing. I was talking to somebody here yesterday, and um, they had been in uh, D.C. and went to the Jefferson uh, Memorial. Mm -hmm. And on there, there's a quote that talks. Jefferson's talking about, look, you know, we, we came up with all this stuff. I'm paraphrasing a tad. Uh, we came up with all this stuff, and we know things are going to change. And over time, we need to ch adapt to that change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're going to have things that we didn't see coming, and you need to adapt to that. Mm -hmm. And as uh, and people use that as a argument for, wait a minute, the Second Amendment. They went, meant muskets, and that should, so, the second, so we shouldn't deal with that anymore. And my point was, because, like, you know, they don't mean, you know, it's like Chuck Schumer. We never got this audio, but Chuck Schumer <laughs> yesterday said, because there's a new gun that looks like an iPhone, you can yeah, unfold it. I saw that. And he goes... Uh, the First Amendment guarantees your, or Second Amendment guarantees your right to bear arms. Stupid it doesn't comment. It doesn't guarantee your right to have a, a gun that looks like an iPhone. <laughs> well, I mean, they didn't use the word iPhone in any of the Federal founding documents. I mean, it was, it's mm -hmm. kind of new. Mm -hmm. uh, the point is, they said you can bear arms and you can't infringe on that right. Uh, the point is, though, what Jefferson's talking about It also about doesn't there, say you can have an abortion. Right, yes, no, it does not. So uh, what, what Jefferson's talking about there, though, is we have, because we're really freaking smart, and we realize, unlike every king in history, that we actually are not infallible, what we're going to do is give you a process to change these things if we've screwed them up. <clears throat> For example, if you really don't want the guns, what you do is you amend the Constitution to take away the Second Amendment. You don't just make laws that shape, like, that's what this is. That's the problem with this. And, and, you know, I've heard people make the argument that the RFRA is a bad idea because it acts as if we don't have those rights. We don't need a law to protect them. We already have it. And instead, what's happened is, like, the Constitution's this, like, forgotten thing that you're not supposed to pay attention to, when in reality, you can't make laws that disagree with it. Right. Right. They're unconstitutional. Yes. Um, so you can't infringe... I mean, it's so, the language is so strong. You cannot infringe. Mm -hmm. That is not a, it's not a, a he, neither here nor there type of argument. Look, at, yeah, we think you should, you should have guns. But, you know, if something comes up, like a circumstance we're not thinking of, obviously you can take, take them away from people. That's and not the establishment clause is just as clear. Yeah. Just that clear. was my point here. It's like yeah. it's the same thing. It's like you have, you have this idea that we have to come up with a law to protect your First Amendment right to freedom of speech, you freedom don't, of religion. You don't need the press. It. The press never sees this, by the way. They never think they never think you need a law to, refu to, to uh, reinforce their part of the First Amendment that they utilize. They mm -hmm. love that part. They just don't like the other part mm -hmm. when it has to deal with faith. And it's infuriating. Very, and I just, you know, it would be nice if they applied the same logic to themselves. They, well, they're incapable, for one thing. They're incapable.
888727 Beck. Also, South Korea says now North Korea has the capacity to put a nuclear warhead on a missile. I, th I thought that had been kind of a long-standing deal. Uh, they say they're com capable of mounting a nuclear warhead on a medium-range Rodong ballistic missile, which could reach all of South Korea and most of Japan. Um, in fact, Jimmy, when Stu was gone, didn't we have a, last week, we had a story that North Korea had a ballistic missile that could reach mainland America, didn't we? I, I are, thought... Are they, they were... They said they said they had it, I right? Thought, yeah, I thought they did say that, but maybe not. Maybe not. The government's assessment... Uh, which was shared in a briefing with foreign news media representatives in Seoul, followed a recent claim by North Korea that it had standardized nuclear warheads small enough to be carried by ballistic missiles. Maybe that's just what it was. South Korean officials, like their American counterparts, have said that the North has made progress in miniaturizing nuclear warheads, but they've been uh, reluctant to elaborate. I mean, the, you know, the mess continues to heat up with that... Uh, what did we used to call it? The the triangle of evil, or what were they? The uh, axis. Yeah, the axis of evil. Right. It was it was North Korea, Iran, Russia, Iraq. Iraq. Was it Iraq? Which one are you talking about? I'm, <clears throat> well, there was an axis of evil, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to remember who we said was in that axis. It was Iraq, Iran, and. Was it North Korea, North Korea part Korea. of that? I feel like North Korea was part of it, but I, I don't were part of that. Let me, I mean, they couldn't up. be a part of it now because they're preparing for famine. <laughs> so there's no way that they could afford missiles and, and bombs and yet and stuff. somehow, you know, they must that's have found some sure. spare change under the... Uh, <laughs> that's why well, I mean, we talked about last week. Iraq, Iran, North Korea. Okay. Uh, Iran, the, uh, another uh, part of the axis, uh, they are also saying they're ready or preparing at least for all-out war with the United States. Yeah, you don't want none of this, guys. You really don't yeah. want none of this. Uh, their Revolutionary Guard Commander, General uh, Jafari, also boasted that the U.S. would not be able to do a damn thing about Iranian advances in ballistic missile programs. Uh, for years, we've been building power on the presumption of a widespread war with the U.S. and its allies and have developed all our capabilities and capabilities for decisive victories over our enemies. Yeah, no... <laughs> Uh, it goes on to say, regimes like Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, and their peers are symbols of modern political underdevelopment. And the IRGC has made preparations for response to their uh, rudeness and stupid behavior, which stems from their reliance on U.S. power. So, run for your lives. The Iranians, the North Koreans, these are tiny little countries. We heard it from... Uh, from Barack Obama, these are tiny it's little countries. Tiny countries. They can't hurt us. We're fighting tiny countries and JV teams. That's what we're doing. JV teams, mm -hmm. tiny little countries. This is easy. They can't do anything. Can't do anything. This isn't the Soviet Union anymore. And besides, they don't even exist. Russia's not even. They're a regional power. Soviet Union, Pat, uh, the 80s called. They want their foreign policy back. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Triple eight seven two seven back. Oh. More bets too coming up. We nailed them that time. I think. Hopefully, we'll leave the decade of the 80s though behind. Right? <laughs> Where's the rest of the pizza? Oh, we ate it. Right?
fake then that. you can't fake it. We were talking about faking your own death because there's a story today. Uh, is it illegal to fake your own death? And the answer is no. It can't be illegal to fake your own death. You just can't profit from it. Right. You can't profit from it. Like yeah, people keeping you down, man. You can't. They don't want you to profit on anything anymore. You could do what Elvis did. And you could fake your own death you because you're tired of the celebrity. Right. And you could go live in Argentina with Adolf Hitler like he wanted to do. Pay insurance policies what? for years. Yeah. And then just because I want him to pay off, then they get all mad saying it's a fraud. Now, no, you can't, oh, you can't collect the insurance because then you are breaking a law. Because you're not actually dead and well, the insurance is for well, dead people. So that, that. that is breaking a law. But what Elvis did was he just faked his own death so that he could get away from the hassle and the bustle of being a celebrity. He was tired of it all. You know, he, he wanted to go somewhere where he could experience some weight loss and nobody would look at, be looking at him all the time, looking over his shoulder. I, I don't think any of this um, is true. What do you what? mean? What? Do you, what what part none, of the, none of the things you're talking about. Did you see that Elvis spelled his own name wrong? On his uh, on his um, gravestone. Yeah, did you, you see that? Spelled Catch that wrong. So that would make that would make his own gravestone. Well, he yeah, he was Elvis Presley, of course. He, he, was, he was superstitious, and so he left instructions for the people who were gonna carve the stone not to spell it right because he thought he'd die if they spelled it right on his gravestone. So they spelled it wrong. Actually, if they spelled it wrong, it wouldn't be uh, it'd be a wrong name, so he wouldn't be faking the fraud paperwork. And See, part that's of, another part, part, of, part of illegal part of illegal doing it would be to <laughs> file a death certificate, right? Stuff like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, here, those yeah. are the things that are, are illegal. So if you spell your name wrong, right? Here are the crimes. It's not the real they're person. saying uh, you <laughs> could have con um, fraudulently collecting mm -hmm. life insurance money, which we yeah, covered. that's yeah, they don't like that. that. They, they don't that. like that. They Evading taxes. So if you stop paying taxes, having a spouse file a false police report, okay, forging a death certificate, see, uh, uh, delinquency on loan payments, mm -hmm. uh, or conspiracy, which uh, conspiracy is a weird one because doesn't conspiracy have to lead to something illegal to be a conspiracy that's illegal? Uh, yeah, I would think like so. We conspired to eat that whole pizza. The conspiracy isn't illegal in that sense. I mean, maybe mm -hmm. it should be after the way I feel after it. Um, but uh, you know that's not a, uh, conspiracy needs to lead to something illegal. I would think. I would say. And then you know, can you do it without uh, collecting life insurance money? Yes. You just don't have a life insurance policy that you, mm -hmm. you cash in. Yes. Evading taxes. Well, I mean, if I like, there's a there's a line here. Faking your death and saying, all right, I, I'm dead. Oh no, I'm dead. Um, and trying to do all these things and actually make yourself uh, seem dead, like you know forging a you know a death certificate but uh -huh. if i were to say oh i died and uh and and because i wanted to get away from jeffy and then i just moved somewhere else and continued a normal then life that's not a problem that's not a problem that's not a problem which by the way i've, I've thought of many times have you many you times. should do that but then you'd also be away from unless you, you should do you. that uh lisa the kids. i think we just take everybody i think we take the whole network with us okay. i'm saying the whole oh right. the network collapsed everybody died everybody died but then i would be here except no one, jeffy no one would be here yes right exactly right and then we would really collapse the building. <laughs> Wait. All right. Uh, oh, so suicide, though, pseudocide, that's faking your own death, uh, is not inherently illegal. Okay. So there you go if you're planning it. Uh, just don't do anything else wrong along the way and you're fine. Meanwhile, the TSA has now paid $1.4 million for an app that some say a beginner could have made, creating a program that generates random numbers, one of the simplest coding exercises. In fact, according to uh, geek.com, it's so basic that beginner programming students learn it early on. 
And yet America's Transportation Security Administration reportedly paid about $1.4 million for a randomizer app. Ugh, man. It's used at 100 airports throughout the United States to randomly choose which travelers get directed to, to the pre-check lane. And, and why? Here's another thing. <laughs> why the ram randomness of all of this bull crap? I really hate that. If there's a reason to pull somebody aside or if there's a reason to let them go uh, through one of the easier lanes, then, all right, do that. But there's, why, what good does it do to do this in a random basis? Well, I think the idea is we're not going to, you know, racially We're not profile. going to discriminate. Right. I know! I hate that. Yeah, and I think the idea is, well, <sighs> you know, if, if you have a chance, like if you get a pattern going, like I, I have TSA pre the TSA pre-check. Um, and Stop rubbing that in. I know, just, oh, That's God. worse than the Super Bowl thing. I want to kill you over that and take your uh, it's very easy to get. TSA pre. I went to, no, because um, you've got to go to certain meetings or something, don't you? Don't you, have to go to, you have to go to meetings for the rest uh -huh. of your life. You have to go to meetings. No, no you go to one like meeting. Like you have to become a mason. You do have to become a yeah. Well, you have to become a mason, like yes, a ninth, ninth level mason. Ninth level, yes, of course, yeah, know, obviously. It, I think that's built they, in the program. Aside from that, they do like background <laughs> checks, right? Uh, yeah, you yeah, shouldn't no, go for it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm saying that's not a good idea go. for you. Patch go. Yeah, um, I was in um, in Las Vegas this weekend. Uh -huh. Holy, cr you want to talk about? I went through JFK uh, and Las Vegas. You want to talk about saving time? I mean, I must have, in, in the Vegas line, I must have skipped 500 people. That oh, line. that is Walked so right sweet when that happens. Oh, it felt good. It felt oh, good. Oh, you mean you felt guilty? No, did not no. feel guilty at all. Uh, in a, really, one mm. line like that, and then the whole thing's worth it. And how know? much is it? It's only like 100 bucks it's like or something, right? 100 bucks, I think, yeah. Do that. It's just a little bit of a pain in the Got to time. do that. This is everything with the government, right? But it's yeah, just a little but bit. It's I mean, that's worth it. Um, that is absolutely worth it. And the few times I've been able to use TSA pre for whatever reason, I, I don't even know how it out. happens. Yeah, sometimes. they pass them out. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Randomly. Yeah, right, and randomly. it's on your ticket once in a while. Right. And so, and it has happened when I've been in that line and there has been a massive, I don't know, hour and a half wait or something. And you're like, <laughs> You feel like right. you feel like you stole something, right? But you didn't. You really didn't. You didn't do anything illegal. Uh, so it's a good, good feeling. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm going on the internet uh, mm -hmm. searching for random number generator. Yeah. Uh, there are uh, about 16 million results. I don't know. I mean, the first page is certainly all just random number generator. I mean, one place you could go to is randomnumbergenerator.com. Uh, and there, you can create a number between one and a hundred. Yeah. And then you just generate number, and it just random: sixty-nine, eighteen, eighty-two, forty, fifty-one. So they could have done this without the one point four million dollar app, is right. what you're saying. And you could do, let's say, nine, mm -hmm. nine, 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 and it'll be like, okay, seventeen thousand five hundred eighty-one, ninety-nine thousand five hundred nine, sixty-seven thousand and fifty. 67,017. I was thinking that that I could have done it for them, but then they probably figured I'd just come up with the same number every time, which was... 18! Uh, 18, number 18! Okay, uh, Jeffy, we need another random number. 18! Okay, Jeffy, we need another random number. 18! <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's really the only number he knows. <laughs> Uh, so that's maybe why they didn't call. So that's why you're not the randomizer. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, three hundred. It was uh, the app was made by IBM for three hundred thirty-six thousand uh, uh -huh. dollars. More payments related to the randomizer totaled one point four million dollars. 
they were shocked by the price, decided to post the information they'd uncovered on, uh, I guess, one guy on a personal website. He was a uh, developer. He did notice that it is unclear whether all of that money went towards the app or additional programming work. Occasionally this happens, like, you're like, it's a $5 billion bridge, and then you're like, actually, it's every construction pro uh, you know, product, uh, project in the area or something. Mm -hmm. um, but this is uh, what we have here. By the way, uh, another random number, 48825 Thank you. Appreciate that. I was wondering if there were any more. Apparently there are. Hold on. Let's check. All right. Uh, it just says 18. Has, <laughs> has anybody done any further uh, research into my theory that every single one of those uh, signs that comes up on the, you know, from the stimulus package where it says, yeah. this project is spending $3,079,000 for your taxpayer dollars. Right. I think they're all three million seventy nine thousand dollars. I think all of them say that. <laughs> Every one of them? <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think they all say that. I can't remember. I, if there's proof, yeah, take a picture of one and send it to me. Hold on, I'm looking for some recovery act signs right, right. now. Triple eight seven two seven back as we check that and eat pizza. Back we'll pizza. Is it what pizza? That yeah, is really good. No, it's got. One of the best jobs of the uh, campaign as far as journalism goes, I would say, and we've mentioned many times, BuzzFeed uh, has really been the one oh, yeah. digging up um, lots of things about Donald Trump and other mm -hmm. candidates, have done a lot of really good reporting. Um, they've done a great job. Uh, and you went to the site yesterday. What would you yeah. find? I, I, find, I found eight pickle flavors that taste like peanut butter. It was really good. It was Eight different kinds of pickles. Pickles that taste like... That all taste like peanut butter. It's really weird. That's, <laughs> that is weird. Now, when you dig into the story a little bit, mm -hmm. you, have to, you find that you've got to dip them into peanut butter. That's <laughs> 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 a terrible But story. if you do, they'll taste more like peanut butter than just the pickle. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> we got to trust that. Can we try that out on a spoons? Yeah, we'll have to try soon. that. We'll tr have to put that to the test. Well, because of all their great work on the election, we decided to feature one of their other articles, which is this one. <laughs> 23 indulgent foods you want to eat while you're alone. <laughs> which I kind of always... 23 <laughs> indulgent foods to eat when you're alone. Yes. Why would you even think of that? Seriously. I don't know, but I want to eat this first one. Grilled cheese with flaming hot Cheetos and arugula. Now, the arugula, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I got to say, that looks damn good. That does look pretty good. I love grilled cheese. It's so tasty. Uh, how about mm -hmm. Lucky Charms Munch? Have you ever had that? No. Oh, it's the pretzel thing. Wow. That, that, that looks pretty good. That looks good. pretzel guy. I like that. Uh, how about giant cinnamon roll cake? Yes. Yep. Wow. Because that's the problem. When you want to eat these alone, it's because you're going to eat the entire thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, so. <laughs> I'm a big fan of this. Fried ravioli with cheesy marinara dipping sauce. That's a good idea. Okay. I'm a, the fried ravioli is a pretty good, a pretty good innovation. Really good. Mm -hmm. my, wife, my wife came up uh, with frying spaghetti, you know, after like the, uh, the leftovers. Okay. The leftover spaghetti. What does she okay. do? Put the, mix the sauce in the night before, you know, put it in the fridge and then fry that up. It's pretty good. Why hasn't that mm. been brought in? I, 
Good question. Really good question. Because I eat it alone? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. It's a good, good answer. Um, how about Easy Oreo Microwave Fudge? Easy Ooh. Oreo Microwave Fudge. That doesn't See, like Oreos. The Oreo thing just yeah. never, but in fudge, that might be pretty good. <laughs> now, did you ever have the uh, fudge-dipped Oreos? No. Oh, man. Yes. They, they have them around the like, so. holidays. They put them out there. I mean, no, Stu. We should try them. We should try them They're just to make really sure. really indulge. I mean, really? it's one of those, like, you eat them. I mean, unless you're Jeff, you eat a few of those, and uh-huh. it's going to put you it's out. A, I'll tell you one thing. They, the packaging on those is bad. Bad. Why? They, they used to be delivered at stores when I worked for Nabisco. And oh, really? They'd be open and it's bad. Really? They needed to really work on that. <laughs> Jokes, anyway, those specifically would those are, I just remember that particular kind sometimes. I mean, I don't know why. I just. And what would weird. happen with damaged merchandise? Oh, I mean, you got to. You got to remove it. Is that, are those oh, the you ones can't that, leave it on I the think, shelf. I believe your answer the other day was that you put them in your car and then sometimes they get stolen out of your car. <laughs> it does happen. It's happened before. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> How about uh, eggless cookie dough? Uh, I, don't, I don't know why it's eggless. Why? But I don't know. Because like you're it. not supposed to eat the cookie dough because the eggs are raw eggs. Oh, okay. Oh, nobody I cares. <laughs> I don't care about that. I've never gotten salmonella. I've done that a billion times and I've never Thank gotten you. salmonella. Yeah, nobody from it. Uh, how about bacon candy? Uh, not uh, a good fan. Yeah, bacon you know, that's a, become a hot thing over the it past sure year. It is, and I, I don't really like it. Yeah. I mean, I love bacon, but I don't really like that trend. Apple pie nachos. I will say, just uh, to back up on the bacon for just a little bit, yes. yeah. I wish people would realize that there is a way to make bacon. And that needs to be cooked. Crispy. Crispy. Yes. And even, I mean, most people don't like it extra crispy. Some do, but at least crispy. if you're going to make a generic batch of bacon for a crowd of people, yeah. it should just be crispy. And he brings that up because we recently were at an event where that did not happen. It did not happen, and it was Soggy. very bad. Was like I feel bad. like, and again, I'm not very as, at this point a bacon connoisseur any longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, like it's, it strikes me that if you have a strip of bacon, first of all, you hold it up and it's it remains a plank, right? So it's Correct. Not, it doesn't bend. Correct. Right mm-hmm. down. Yeah. And then when you drop it, it breaks into not mm-hmm. thousand pieces, maybe but two like or three. Two or three pieces. Yeah. yeah. That, right? That's almost. That's that, and that's almost that's perfect. Well, I mean, and that, I will that, tell you this: it's might not be, hard to do. No, that might almost I be too much when it breaks. No, I don't know. But I, I like it like that. Well, so do I, but I'm just saying if you're making it for a, yeah. a, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I worked at a, a restaurant for a while um, that you know, they had bacon on the menu for, like, burgers and stuff. And they would cook it to that level where it was, like, really floppy and then put it in a bin and wait for you to order a bacon and cheeseburger then, and, and then, then cook it the rest up. of the way. Um, which, Is you it know, good that way? I don't know. I don't, I don't, uh, it's been a long time. I mean, but it's still, I, I, I feel like bacon takes a long time to cook to the right mm-hmm. point and if you don't take mm-hmm. it off at the exact right moment it's not as i mean there's it's a big difference because yeah. I, I mean i remember eating bacon when it was like it's overcooked and that's really bad too i mean it's not really bad but it's it's not nearly as good as the i'd rather meat. have it overcooked than under me too yeah you're probably right uh a few more peanut butter s'mores s'morios this is another okay. um oh that was the apple uh yeah, that's the apple nachos, pie nachos really. they look pretty good and then this is what uh peanut butter s'morios Oh, again, another Oreo. Yeah. They got some kind of weird fixation with Oreos. What about but... orange ramen? That doesn't sound particularly. That, I no, I don't want sweet ramen. Not into noodles. that. Frito pie. Uh, Frito pie is good. Yeah, yeah. They used to serve that at my son's baseball game, so it was pretty good. They have a lot of that around here. It's a tech. That seems like kind of a Texas-y yeah, thing. It is a Texas thing. Um, deep dish pizza cupcakes. Yes. Um. Yeah. Boy, I, I bet you those are good. Maybe even, even smaller mm-hmm. cupcakes. The bite-sized cupcakes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinnamon peanut churros with peanut butter. 
Uh, uh, yes, I'd like that. Oh. Or I'd rather have it with caramel, <laughs> but I'll take the peanut butter. Right. All right. Uh, honey graham cracker chicken fingers. As long as you don't use Pat's uh, oh, honey yeah. Oh, no. You can't yeah, use the honey yeah, Not honey made. Not honey made. No. Uh, chocolate stout cheesecake stuffed French toast. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, wow. Yes, oh, please. Oh, look at that. that I look I'm so a big good. fan of French Someone toast. Someone should make just, that for I us. Love it. I love uh, it. Creme brulee rice pudding. <laughs> yes. yes. I like yeah, creme brulee. Five months. Oh, here we go. Good. Mac and cheese Cheetos jalapeno poppers. Okay, uh, too many onions and other things. I'm all in on that one. Smoked no. swine apple. Ugh. Smoked swine apple. I don't. Okay, I, I don't think so. I don't know about not that. Not for me. Uh, SpaghettiOs pizza. Yeah. Uh, nah, that might not be bad. That looks gross. Chocolate covered potato chips. Yes, I've and had that. Everybody likes those. That's good. Uh, and good. finally, bacon weave mac and cheese quesadilla. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh yes, please. I would take that. Crap. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not right. weaving the bacon. I really don't take time to weave bacon. Weave. No.